With $20 worth of quarters in my pocket, I think I'm living in the shade of an 80s arcade. Shall we play a game? Oh. Hello and happy Sunday. Well, maybe Sunday or late night Saturday, depending on when you grab this. Meant to record this to have it out the normal time on Saturday, but I just, um, it was just too long of a day. Um, Friday night, uh, we decided uh, the Ohio State Fair is back, first year back since 2020. So we went to the Ohio State Fair and had a good time. Got back and, uh, then of course today was just full filled full of uh going to the grocery store and tomorrow I'm probably gonna hit Lowe's up um and uh get some uh, stuff around the house and um I thought I'd just go ahead and record a little quick show here. Uh initially thought I was gonna do a deep dive, but then I looked at it and I already did a deep dive. Uh, but on a game that is in the list that I'm going to be talking about this week. Um, <laughs> so, let's go into the list here. The list here is going to be my top five trackball-based arcade games. Now, in the 80s, uh, trackballs were very popular in arcades uh, besides joysticks. Joysticks were also pretty popular as were some special control schemes like uh the star wars arcade controller steering wheels if it's a game like uh pole position or some of the other uh, racing games so i thought well uh let's talk about this is which is almost exclusively arcade especially in the 80s um atari did bring out a trackball uh for the atari 2600 Willing to bet most kids didn't buy it. I know we didn't. Um, I had a, uh, uh, the joysticks and we had the paddle controllers. I believe those came with the system. And then we had uh, the Indy 500 controllers, which I believe came with the Indy 500 game for the 2600. But very rarely would you have a trackball. So um, the only time we really got to play a trackball-based game was in the arcade. So this will be a top five list, just my top five. There's no qualifiers. These are just games that I've played over the years, uh, games that you've probably paid, played over the years. And the first one is going to be one that some of you might say, hey, that's not a trackball game, but it is. <laughs> well, at least it was uh, when it first came out. Uh, the game I'm talking about is Konami's Track and Field. Uh, that was in the arcade. The very first versions of this game was played with a trackball. So let's go ahead and listen to a little clip from Track and Field. On your mark. Get set. One slight correction, actually the trackball came after the buttons. Everyone probably remembers mashing their fingers on the buttons as they made their uh, track star run in track and field, but that was number five. All right. Now, number four, um, I probably should have, well, 
it got the ranking because it came after the one that's going to come right after it. All right, but the number four is Millipede. Uh, Millipede came out in 1982 in the arcades, and basically it was a sequel to, to Centipede, which is going to be my number three. Uh, Centipede and Millipede, very, very similar. Um, the mushrooms are kind of uh, tilted to the right in Millipede. Uh, millipedes also were a little bit faster. It has smaller head segment, and they usually, I think they usually got a little bit longer. Um, and instead of scorpions, like you would have in Centipede, you had earwigs. Bees replaced fleas from Centipede, leaving their mushrooms, mushrooms in a vertical line requiring two shots to destroy. Spiders also were in Centipede. Inchworms, ladybugs, dragonflies, mosquitoes, and DDT bombs were also all in Millipede. A very uh, great sequel to the number three game. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to, to uh, a little clip from Millipede. Can't really talk about Millipede without my number three game, the one that caused Millipede to happen, <laughs> and that was Centipede. Centipede was released by Atari in 19. Wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Oh wait, wrong game. Hold on, let me pick the right one there. <laughs> 1981 uh, it was when it hit North America. It was available on Atari home home systems as well as on television. And a Commodore 64 player controls a small insect-like bug blaster that's moved around the bottom of the screen with the trackball and fires small darts at segmented centipedes advancing from the top of the screen. And you've known, you know it, you love it. Let's take a listen to centipedes. Centipede. Centipede was was definitely one of my favorite trackball games. Probably one of the first games, other than uh, what we're going to talk about after the break. Uh, number two and number one. Uh, there's some great games there, um, and some people might question my number one, but it's my list, so deal with it. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and thank our uh, good friends and our sponsors. All right, before I go and thank our hosting provider i do have some shout outs today i want to thank our good friend rob fought at living in the 80s if you like the 80s as much as i do you need to check that show out you may run into matt moore over there and uh like i said check him out also need to put a shout out to jason peitzmeyer at chewing the fat as well as um free for all 
and his wife's show that he produces in the salon. Uh, great content over there. You do need to check all of those shows out. And I also want to thank my good friend Travis at Roundtown Radio for playing this show. Uh, he plays us right behind Living in the 80s. We're like two peas in a pod. You got to listen to Roundtown Radio. Uh, thank you guys for your support. And let's go thank our hosting provider, Anchor. Welcome back to the show there. Um, and, you know, it's really important, I think, my friends. Uh, and I'm going to put slip another thanks in for Rob, Rob Flott, who's um, uh, kind of why I started this show to begin with. So um, in any event, um, yeah, I can't thank him enough. And, hey, he's back. Some good stuff happening this week. I started listening to the show uh, from this week uh, just a bit before I started recording this show. But let's get on with the rest of the list okay number two some people this might be their number one for the trackball but my number two is missile command missile command i already did a deep dive on this show um for that game you know basically you had a trackball and you had a little cursor that you would use to fling anti-missile missiles at the missiles incoming to destroy your cities uh, very, very apropos for the 80s, especially since uh, with, uh, you had Ronald Reagan talking about the Star Wars system and other things of that nature, um, trying to def to stop Russia from destroying us. So um, Missile Command wasn't <laughs> particularly that, but for those of us who grew up in the 80s, it's definitely one of those games that remind us of that different time where we all went to bed afraid we wouldn't wake up uh, thanks to nuclear war. So let's go ahead and take a little bit of a listen to... The sounds from Missile Command. And of course, they had a great port, uh, on the Atari 2600, in which we played that with a joystick versus the um, trackball. It was playable with the joystick, but definitely not as enjoyable as it was with the trackball that they, they put in the arcade version. So my number one... Da, 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 actually, uh, <laughs> I don't have any... I should really do some uh, five uh, through one sounds. Oh, well. <laughs> my number one is 1984's Marble Madness. Marble Madness came out on Atari's, um, I believe it's a System 2 system. Let me see. It's Atari System 1, sorry. Um, and basically, you controlled with the trackball this little marble when you had to navigate it through this maze. And golly, was this my favorite game in the arcades of all times, especially right around the time it came out in 1984, 1985. Um, this is just was a great, great game. It uh, had ports from uh, the arcade to Amiga, Apple II, Apple II GS, Atari ST, C64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Gear, Java, uh, ME, that's like mobile edition for mobile phones, uh, Master System, Nintendo Entertainment System, IBM PC, Genesis, Sega Master System, 
the X68000 computer in Japan, and the ZX Spectrum. Uh, so let's take a listen to a little bit of the sounds from Marvel Madness. And that was Marvel Madness, one of my, like I said, one of my favorite games from 1984. Um, and if I found, it's one of those ones where if I've actually found a functioning arcade system, I'd buy it because <laughs> I love playing this game. Uh, just a really fun game, you know. And that's kind of think you know why I love 80s games so much is that because graphics and all that weren't as advanced back in that time. It was like, well, you just had to come up with some sort of concept for a game, you know. The idea of you rocking around the room shooting uh, uh, Nazis or whatever you did in Wolfenstein or some of the other first-person shooters that have come since then didn't really happen then because they didn't really have the graphics to do it. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, but for the time, Marvel Madness had some really wonderful graphics, and System 1 was just a leap uh, and a bound advance over what arcade games could do uh, in that time. You know, you had a lot of the custom systems where you basic where you basically had to wire the whole system up for the for the game. Uh, there wasn't any such thing as a standardized uh, arcade uh, board. Uh, Marble Madness is one of the very few. Well, not very few, but one of the many uh, System 1 games that Atari uh, created back when System 1 was a thing. So, um, and I think I'd already had a show on System 1. Lots of great System 1 games. I'm not done talking about that because the show's over. So, um, <laughs> sorry you didn't have this out on time. Uh, so, hopefully next week we'll hit an on-time uh, release. But I'll release this one as soon as I can finish recording it. So, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week and God bless.